I love our talks when we talk about music. We're just very serious. Well, it's People like what Brian hear. said last week. We're yeah. actually just a music podcast disguised yeah. <laughs> as a movie podcast where we talk about the movie for 10 minutes. That's right, baby. That's right. The You'll never hear us talk about music. That's our, Honestly, that should be our Patreon. It's just us <laughs> releasing the 15 minutes beforehand every week where we're like, yeah, bad boy chiller crew rules. Yeah. No, actually, that could be kind of fun. We should do that. Oh, that'd be fun. Like $1 a month? Yeah. Honestly... That's the tea. Okay, $1 a month is our Patreon. <laughs> you get to hear the first 10 minutes, unless we say something controversial and then edit out. And you get one pick of our feet. Yes. Perfect. But it disappears after 24 hours, so you have to be on it. Uh, because you're not saving that at all. That's an NFT. That's an NFT. That's <laughs> a monthly NFT of our feet. folded monkey cartoon. <laughs> or whatever the fuck those things are. <laughs> And now came talk. Talk, talk. Hello. Hi. But what are the turkey sounds? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hi, welcome. It's our mating call. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's everyone doing today? Doing good. We. I like on Dora the Explorer where they would be like, "Is there a waterfall behind us?" Yes, there <laughs> is. That but, was the same. We're just waiting for you to respond to yeah. us. Yeah, we were just like giving you the. We're having a conversation with you. Yes. Yeah. This podcast is a conversation. We do uh, hope you have a parasocial relationship with us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's actually the only audience that I want is people who are like obsessed with us and have all this like bank knowledge of how we live our lives in their head, but we don't know anything about you. Yeah. Dream. That's, that's like a dream come true for me. Uh, yeah. I want to be worshipped like a like a cat in Egypt. Mm, yeah. Put me on your altar. Mm-hmm. Put me sideways in your hieroglyphs. <laughs> Welcome to Story People Movies. Uh, it's the podcast where two gays, we get together. We uh, watch a movie that people <laughs> really, really like a lot. And we ask the question, por qué? Por qué? Pourquoi? Uh, yo practicamos... Uh, oh, shit. What is our... Wow. Uh, Espanol para... En las escuelas. España. Para las escuelas. Porque en, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Seis semanas. Uh, Seis semanas. Sí. Yo. Yo. Y él. Nosotros vamos a. (laughs) Vosotros. Because we're going to Spain in two months. Yeah. Cute. Cute. That's my Spanish. Anyway, why? Which has nothing to do with anything that we're doing. Actually, we haven't done any movies in Spanish yet. Honestly, yeah, what's the straightest element of our movie? None. Um, None. <laughs> I guess we could do like Alfonso Cuaron, but. Yeah, we two, could. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. Well, yeah, we do Gravity. Gravity's pretty, but it's still an American movie. Yeah, and it's also like. like is that movie going to hold up? Does Gravity hold up? Oh, I did not like it when I saw it, so. Oh, I liked it a lot. I mean, I like the 3D of it. Like, it was that in 3D? 
Was that it during that dirty. era? Yeah, I, wow. I, it was 2013, Mama. That's this whole thing. Yeah, made me want to throw up. It was so disgusting. And I wore my own 3D glasses that I, I'll, I promise they will come back up later in this episode. Uh, so put a little pin in that. Cute. Well, I'm Kirk Cute. Van Sickle. I'm Dylan Garcia. And um, yeah, we're doing something, I guess, exciting. More exciting probably for y'all than us. Yeah, I think. yeah. And I, last week, y'all were like, I really hope you're pod- excited or I would be upset. Yeah, like if you logged in the last two weeks and were like, I don't know what Mandy is. Are they talking about Manny Patinkin? Or <laughs> Swiss Army Man? <laughs> we did a whole episode on Manny Patinkin. Oh my God, that'd be so iconic. Because we're oh. on first name basis with her. Yes, Mandy. Mandy, I love your work in Homeland. Um, and we're like, but this will bring you back in. Yeah, this will bring you back in because we are starting our Marvel Mama. Marvel Mama. Marvel Mama series. M-A-U-M-M-A. That's right. It didn't just happen once and it's not going to happen twice. It's going to happen no. even more than three times. Mm-hmm. Okay. After Guardians of the Galaxy, we are now, <laughs> you know, I said I would never watch another Marvel movie again, I think. <laughs> yep. And then I went, Kirk, let's watch five Marvel movies. We're going to watch a bajillion Marvel movies just for you, just, just for, for all you. of you out there. And if we hear... don't get famous in this, we will kill ourselves. Yeah, um... absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> is what's going to happen. Um, yeah. So, you know, before we get into our Marvel mama, Marvel mama, I can't <laughs> even say that gay. It's like time. hard to say it gay. Marvel mama. Series. How would a straight person say it? Like, if you're like tuning in, you, you open up your podcast app and it's like the Avengers, Marvel Mama, Marvel Mama, Marvel Mama, Marvel Mama, Marvel Mama. Mama. That actually sounds that's more a, gay. Yeah, that, that sounds kind of hot. It's like How, I like a Marvel of, Mama. Oh, that's a Marvel Mama right there. Yeah, those those big Marvel Mama milkers. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, <laughs> I do want to remind all of you out there that we are running a contest right now, where if Woo-hoo. you win the contest, you get to choose a movie for us to watch. You can choose any movie you want. We would hope any that movie. it's straight uh, because that's our podcast. But you can choose whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It could um, be. Yeah, it could be Battleship starring Rihanna, uh, or or uh, Battlefield Earth starring John Travolta, or After Earth, the movie starring Will Smith and Jaden Smith, or Another Earth, the movie with the chick <laughs> from the OA in it. Is that the what's her name? Bree, not Bree. What's her name? Britt Marling. Britt Marling. There we go. Um, that movie rules. And that the, movie's and, great. Oh, and oh, so you know, I should probably explain the rules. So the way you win the contest is that you have to rate us five stars and write a review on either either Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saying a bunch of amazing, beautiful things about us, and then we're gonna put all the people that did that names into a hat, and then we're gonna choose from the hat, and then you win. Look and we'll that. probably do it sometime in May. Oh my God! Let's read. Let's read some reviews. Oh, we got a couple. Because there's none on Spotify. I'm going to read one. I'm going to read just one right now. Okay. This is from uh, Eduard, eh, Eduardo Estrella. This is Dylan and Kirk are delightful to listen to. Uh, the perfect mix of silly and insightful and have great chemistry together. Can't recommend enough. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. That, like, wow, that made me feel so much better. That's, that's, I know. That like, put we're a doing little this? pep in my step today. I know. Yeah, nothing on Spotify. Come on. Who wants to be the first person to review us on Spotify? Come on. Who wants to be? Or all you motherfuckers that listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Is that what's Y'all all got there? iPhones? All of your texts are blue? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So what do we? So we're, we already oh, we're doing Marvel. It's Marvel, Mama. It's and, Marvel, um, Mama. <laughs> you know, we're so we we thought you know there's a new Marvel phase 
phase four, right? Four? Three? Yeah, okay. So five? This is phase five. Oh, um, mama. mama. Yeah, this is, no, sorry. This is phase four. four. I apologize. So four is coming up. Yes. Okay. So, okay us, maybe, maybe we're we currently in four. So let me, I'm going to give some people some background because I'm not a Marvel girl and some of our listeners might not be Marvel girls. So let me yes. just give you like a breakdown really quick from the Wikipedia article I read 10 minutes ago. So <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe started officially with Iron Man. Okay, mm-hmm. in 2008, which I think all of us went and saw. I know I saw it. Did you see it? I saw it. Oh, yeah. It's great. Um, and since then, of course, there's been a bajillion, bajillion movies. And now there's like five coming out every year. It wasn't always mm-hmm. like that, though. Okay? It's been a it's been a process. But now mm-hmm. the movies are split into different phases where like a key event happens in the storyline. And it like sparks like a, a new direction for the movies to go in. Yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. We're about to go into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard that word on people's lips on the internet. Everywhere. The multiverse Everywhere. is coming up. That's what the new Doctor Strange uh, madness uh, into the mouth of madness into the multiverse of uh, <laughs> everything and everywhere all at once <laughs> um, is coming out. And uh, in honor of that, we're going to go through some of the movies within the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. There we go. Is that, was that good? Was that a good? That's good. Yeah. And we submission? do want to preface this and we will start this at the beginning of every Marvel episode. Um, we're stupid. Yeah, we're um, like so dumb. I hope we you are all so, know that. If you correct us in you any don't form, understand comedy number one. You don't, a, you don't understand comedy. We're both comedians. Um, and B, you don't understand homosexuality because I'm not going to be saying. You think I'm out here seeing Black Widow? No, I could be on Grinder watching Drag Race and not eating carbs. <laughs> um, no, um, we don't know shit. So we yeah. the five movies we've watched. I've seen more than Kirk. Uh, because sometimes I just go with listeners of the podcast and Stephanie to the movies because I, I need I need people to because hang out with. Because you're a straight with. ally. <laughs> because I'm a straight ally, and it's it's one of those things where it's like I just need to be around another person right now. Right, because uh, yeah, depression, and which we it, all have. We all have depression. Out. I started a new pill, and I can't drink anymore. It's fucking great. Oh, no. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, yeah, I would just be bipolar, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, it's not fun. Um, um, but let's so w- get started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, we're doing the Avengers. What are the Avengers? There's, Avengers number there's like one. A, there's like four of them, and we're doing the first one. In case yes. any of you are confused, there's like a Marvel's of the Avengers. Marvel's the Avengers 2012. Got it. Do you this know is what one it was early ones in um, the United Kingdom and Ireland? That's right. Marvel's Avengers Assemble. Ooh, I kind of like that better. Me too. That's like fun. That. That's campy. Actually, it was Marvel assemble. Avengers. Assemble. I like it when it there's a possessive. command in a title. Like, I love it. Don't breathe. And like, I've... push. Oh, fuck. What's the other one? Um, uh, there's like a um, uh, Saw Five. Yeah, Saw Five of them. Up. No, there's like a franchise, and I'm like trying to think of it right now, and it's like, oh god, I don't know. Okay, let's just start the go. episode. It's gonna kind of go. <laughs> Is Katie Holmes and go? I think she is. Um, yeah, so we're doing the Avengers. Dylan, why don't you give the people a little background on Miss Avengers? Sorry, um, not to be confused Avengers. with Miss Marvel. Mrs. Marvel, no. Or Which is coming Captain out eventually, Marvel. I think. All right, so we are talking about in honor of the Avengers. It's this upcoming 10-year anniversary, That's which crazy. is fucking crazy. That's crazy. Uh, and also... The reason for the season, baby. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We watched The Avengers. It's directed by Joss Whedon and yeah. stars Robert Downey Jr. Oh, no, so this is, is our first two-time director. 
Yes. This no. Is I hate Joss that for Whedon. Us. What have you done? <laughs> no. I just put it together. Sorry. This is our first time, people, that we've done a director a second time. I'm so sorry. And it's Joss Whedon. It was going to be Steven Spielberg, but it's Joss Whedon. Great. A peek into the into the future. A peek into June. It was going to be Steven Spielberg, but it's uh. It's fine. It's yeah. it, it, you know what? It makes sense. It makes sense. Honestly. It makes sense. <laughs> we can't we can't uh, uh, apply apply rely on straight people nope to be good yeah speaking but of straight people stars, who's in this movie yeah who's in this movie uh, stars Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans Mark Ruffalo Scarlett Johansson Samuel L. Jackson Chris Hemsworth Jeremy Renner and Tom Hiddleston and what's his name Kobe Calais no Kobe Smothers Kobe, Smol- Kobe Smolders Smolders I wish it was Kobe Calais could you imagine Kobe Calais? Oh my Calais god, and Kobe Calais. <laughs> They're like Kobe Calais, Kareem Bailey Ray, yeah. <laughs> um, Natasha Bedingfield, Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, yes, get them all in there, baby. Um, that that's actually my adventures. Is <laughs> <laughs> we just named our Kobe adventures? Calais. Oh my god, should we do our own gay Avengers at some point? In this episode? Yes, we'll like, do that. Okay. We, okay, we can only choose five girlies. So yes. think we'll, we'll, we'll put that in our back pocket. End of the episode. We'll At the do end of that. the episode, we're going to assemble our Avengers and we can't share any of them. No, I'll so be writing it down. we might have to fight down. over some of them. <laughs> um, and the plot of this one, if you have never seen it before, uh, there's some of the galaxy's greatest superheroes join forces to destroy a cube that a fancy little elf stole. Which was... And it's two and a half hours long. And it's two and a half hours long. So, um, um... Real quick. What? I was thinking earlier, we were talking about movies that were directions, that were like directives in the title. I remember what it was. It was part of a franchise. It's Star Trek Into Darkness. That's what I was thinking Into of. Darkness. There it is. Beautiful. Star great Trek title. Into the Darkness, bitch. Star Trek Into Darkness. Into Darkness, dog. I love it. Oh, so gay. Ugh. Okay. So, before we get into <laughs> our thoughts on this film, you know, um... Again, I'm just like really thinking about our viewers out there, Audrey. I know you're listening. Um, that don't know anything about Marvel, so just to I'm give so you guys your brain. A, a, another breakdown: Robert Downey Jr. plays Iron Man, Chris Evans plays Captain America, Mark mm-hmm. Ruffalo plays the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. and Scarlett Johansson's like a Russian plays spy. herself. I don't whatever. <laughs> Samuel Jackson's like the head of Shield, Nick which is Fury, this like government pro-military, like capitalistic propaganda right. thing, and then Chris near. Hemsworth is Thor. Uh-huh. Jerry Renner it has a bow and arrow. Hawkeye. Tom, Tom Hiddleston is the villain. Okay. Loki. 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 You know how like there was like a like a ten like a five year period where like if you're ever on like on Reddit or any sort of like straight social media space, like if you go to like pets, our pets or our dogs or our cats, it'll be like we just adopted our new dog. His name is Loki because he's a little trickster. Oh my god! Ew. Straight people fucking love naming their dogs Loki, and you know what? In five years, it's gonna does be does he a end up mass. being good? Does he ends up being good? Right? I he has a show on the Marvel Cinematic I Universe. Saw that. Is he bad? Is it like is it like a Joker thing? Is it like yeah, a Joker, Joker thing? Is it like Cruella? Is, is he like, Joker? Is he yeah, is he Joker? <laughs> that's our perspective to the is, is this movie like Cruella or not? On the one to ten Cruella scale, one not being Cruella, ten being Cruella. How Cruella can, is can this someone movie? tell us, please? Yeah. We don't know anything about Marvel. Why are you listening to this? Yeah, I feel I so sorry for a, Marvel fans right now. They probably already turned this off. Um, I think it's a three in the Cruella scale. Um, I think it's as long as Cruella and the fashion's good, but other than that, nothing else. Nothing else. Okay. Okay. okay, like, so I think we've been putting it off, I think, the longest we've ever done it. But what did we actually think? <laughs> so was this your first time watching this? No. So I saw this movie when it came out because I was never I worked at a movie theater. And so I saw everything. 
Um, and I remember really liking it. I remember being much shorter than it actually is. Uh, but kind of what I liked about the movie was how, like, it felt like an episode of TV or felt like three episodes of TV, kind of. Because um, at that time, you know, I was kind of into Joss Whedon. And um, I said Joss. Are. I know I felt I said Josh. I, I definitely said Joss. Don't. Joss Whedon people don't come at me either. Um, but I really liked it. And that's before we all found out what a monster he was. But I really liked his touch in it. And I thought it was really cool that, like, because I didn't really care for, like, Iron Man, like, in Iron Man 2 and those in Captain America, because they felt so, like, unpersonal. And I was like, oh, this feels like a like a visions behind it, pun intended. Um, now watching it, I was like, wow, this movie, <laughs> when they're not, like, fighting, grinds to a halt. Yeah. You know, I... Yeah, how'd you feel? So, I've never seen it. I, I So, I watched Iron Man 1 and 2, and mm-hmm. I watched... Thor, which was very bad, and um, it's so boring. And I, I never saw the first Captain America, Thor too. I like Thor but I, you know, at that point, by the time the Avengers came out, I was like pretty much up to speed. So it yeah. wasn't a tough watch this one because I feel like all I had to wiki during the movie was like, who the fuck is Scarlett Johansson and Jeremy Renner in this movie, and <laughs> when did they get introduced? And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, I actually didn't hate this movie that much. Yeah. Um. I agreed, actually, with what you just said. I feel like it, it's almost like its biggest strength and biggest weakness is that it feels like a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, it really does feel like they just gave Joss Whedon a budget, the budget he never got for Firefly. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that its strongest thing is that it's it's pretty quippy and funny. Um, mm-hmm. Quippy and funny in a way that I actually found amusing, which we didn't find amusing in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, everyone who tries to be Joss Whedon like fails, and I think whenever people like make fun of Joss Whedon and like that kind of like style of like that's not what I thought that meant or what I don't know, I can't take it out of my head. But it's like they're making fun of people doing Joss Whedon and not actually Joss Whedon, right? So I think that like what was interesting watching it was like yeah, it was. Um, it definitely felt like an entire season of a TV show put mm-hmm. into a two and a half hour long movie. Um, it kind of falls apart. I feel like in the last bit of the movie, I think it just starts getting a little insufferable and a little like, okay, like, can this just end? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like most of the buildup, the fighting between all the different Avengers, like all that was like pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and like Robert Downey Jr. Is so charming as Iron Man. And it reminded me why I liked Iron Man when I first saw it when I was mm-hmm. younger. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I will say that it didn't have much of a style, which I think is going to be something that continues throughout a lot of the MCU, for just based on trailers I've seen. Yeah, Don't come I mean, me, people. But. Looking, I mean, looking at mo- I've seen probably half of them, and they all do kind of have a house style. After a while, like it, pretty much. Yeah, everything. But did after this, this establish that? That's my big question for you, as someone that's seen yeah. all Marvel movies. Was the Avengers? I feel like up to the Avengers, I don't think that Marvel really knew what it was trying to do with the series just yet. And oh, I feel yeah. like the Avengers was their first stab at being like, okay, we're going to try to like bring all these things together and we're going to make like a humongous franchise. Well, you know who wrote Iron Man 2? Who? Justin Thoreau. Uh, Stop. No, he wrote it. But yeah, looking through it, it's like, yeah, they all kind of like had like kind of visual similarities, like kind of like how like the costuming was. Like the costuming in Iron Man is really similar to like, or in the same, it'll be in the same like collection. If there, if, if Gucci were to do a show on superheroes, <laughs> it would be in like See, in the same See, we're trying collection. to use analogies that work for us. Yes. On the Cruella scale. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, because after that, they kind of rein that shit in. Because like Age of or Age of Ultron is this kind of like really famous not not flop of a movie, but it's like it didn't do as well as the Avengers. It still made fucking a billion dollars worldwide. But people but didn't like it. It got bad reviews. Like it. Right? it got bad reviews. Like it has like it's like famously like kind of. Uh, and then Kevin Feige came in and was like lasso. Was like no, now we're gonna be. Oh, okay, so he very... wait so that that name. I saw his name in the credits for this movie. He was the production designer. No, he's he's the producer, and he's like the yes. Kevin Feige is he's the well. His brother with that last name did the production. Does he have some nepotism? Probably because yes. I Kevin Feige is like the he's the big producer of all the Marvel stuff. He like oversees everything, and I mean he had been with it. Like he had been with Kevin. Kevin Feige had been with him since Iron Man two. But his sort of, like, vision really came in, especially with, like, Civil War, which was seen as this sort of, like... Am I crazy? Maybe I just uh, saw the word producer at that. Production yeah. design. Production designer. Best boy. But, like, Captain America Civil War is, like, whenever it was, like, oh, okay, now, like, this is exactly what Marvel is, basically. And then everything after that is, like, kind of the same. But I guess what I'm trying to... Like, so I was kind of shocked after I watched the movie because um, I, I thought it was... I, I didn't love it. I mean, I didn't... But mm. I didn't hate it. I, like... I'd probably never watch this again, but like I wasn't yeah. mad that I watched it. Like I, I enjoyed it no, for the fun. most part. But I, I, I looked at on Letterboxd, and I feel like a lot of people don't like this movie. I feel like it was one of those things where when it came out, people loved it. But then I guess where the MCU's gone since then, this seems like a lesser film now to people, which is really fascinating to me. Well, yeah, it's such a small movie. Like, everything is so like colossal in the other movies. See, that's crazy like, to me because this felt colossal to me. I know. It's, where they're just like, yeah, we're going to nuke Manhattan. And it's like, yeah, that's like, that's enough stakes for a movie. So like, like, so what I just watched was like babies, baby, baby Avengers. Well, yeah, like when we watch Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like this entire planet's gonna get hit with like another planet. Remember? But that's my like, problem with these movies. Yeah, that's my problem with this movie. And my problem with Guardians of the Galaxy is there's no sense of actual danger or tension in these movies mm-hmm. at all. Like nothing feels tense, nothing feels scary, nothing mm-hmm. feels real. It's like thinking about like Jurassic Park, for example, as like in mm-hmm. my opinion, one of the great blockbusters of all time. Like Jurassic Park is legitimately terrifying to watch, and it's thrilling to watch. Like mm-hmm. you feel. Like, there's stakes in that movie. But, like, this is, like, the whole city of New York is getting, like, destroyed. And there's such a high body count and there's such a, like, disregard for, like, death and destruction in these movies because they're so silly that it doesn't feel like any of it matters. It all feels very inconsequential to me, which is, like, kind of crazy. (laughs) It's a movie about the earth being destroyed. Can't think of anything more of a big deal than that. Um, like the day after tomorrow had more tension. I feel like when it came yeah, to that's just like it feels like irreversible. Like day after tomorrow. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's, it's just like it's so bleak. That movie is so like, fuck. How are they? How are we gonna get out of this? Where it's like, this is kind of like. <laughs> it feels very Vanessa Hudgens. Feels inevitable. Like people are gonna die. People are going to die. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just feel like that it's a disservice to the movie, but I guess I'm completely in the minority here because, like, everyone loves these movies. But I just feel yeah. like when you watch, like, and I, I keep bringing up Spielberg, but it's just, like, the easiest thing to bring up. But it's, like, when you think of, like, Jaws or, like, Jurassic mm-hmm. Park or even, like, War of the Worlds, like, 
it's like when you watch his movies that are like big scale movies, like you feel mm-hmm. like something is happening and it's important yeah. and it's human and it's scary. And I feel like in the Avengers, it's like, yeah, like my favorite parts of the movie, I didn't even like the action. I don't like action okay. movies though. I liked the quippy dialogue. I was like, oh, yeah. I could like watch like hours of them like bickering with each other because it was just yeah. fun. Because all the personalities were so you, you so specific Everyone's so and different. unique. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what makes the movie work for me personally. I was like, mm-hmm. it's the Joss Whedonism of it. They were like, it was like take these stereotypes and amp it to a hundred. Yeah. Um, I mean, which is in what this he does. house we stand pre two thousand fifteen Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that jail. Uh, but you get what I'm saying you? about that? It just yeah, feels feel like no. It's like a little kid playing with like toy cars. Yeah, that's what that's what all moral shit feels like to me. Like even yeah. like even like the ones that are more like critically acclaimed, like Guardians of the Galaxy, like Spider Man, like Thor Ragnarok. Even that like I don't I know people love Thor Ragnarok, and I just don't get it. There's just no like real emotionality to the movies. No. So there's no human emotions. No. That I can really latch onto, and no. there's no sense of fear or stakes or tension. So it's like, okay, so I'm literally watching two and a half hours of superheroes quipping at each other, which again, entertaining, um, and and destruction. I mean, it's better than like, well, you know, we love Zack Snyder's Justice League, but it's like everyone in that movie, like, they don't know who each, they don't know each other. They feel like strangers. Everyone, no one is friends in those movies. Yeah. You know what I just realized? I think the reason why, because Justice League also has the same problem, right? It's not like it is like. Good. Good. You know why Justice League works better for me than this? Because Justice League has a style. Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to do something so genre like this, where like there are no stakes, no tension. I think the problem is that Marvel movies look really real. Like Mm -hmm. they, they go so out of their way to make everything look as generic and of this world as, as possible that I feel like it just makes me want to go. Then it makes me kind of go, okay, well then I need something like if there's no style, then I need something else. And I think it's interesting, like looking at like who make like who the kind of like standout Marvel stuff is. So like Thor Ragnarok is like a big standout because it, it does have like, its, its own sort of like to bring back to Mandy, this very like eighties metal style to it, but like done like in the Marvel machine. And then the Guardians of the Galaxies are so different from the other ones because those have like a singular vision of James Gunn. But like, if you look at the ones that also that have like the most like actual like critical acclaim, are Captain America: Winter Soldier and then like the other Avengers movies, and those are done by Anthony and Joe Russo, who are television guys. Yeah, yeah, that's so fascinating to me. Like that they just took one tel- they just fired one television guy, got another television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, and they also for the original Ant-Man it was supposed to be uh oh fuck, what is his name? The guy who did that movie I hate. Uh uh, uh Hot Fuzz. Oh, um oh 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 Edgar Wright. <laughs> Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Yeah, it's supposed to be Edgar Wright and they fired him at the last minute or like he left. And so they brought in Peyton Reed who like directed Bring It On. So crazy to me! Wow, so crazy. But it's um, like he's but bringing on is like not known for like it's like style, right, right, right. And I think that's the problem. Like it's like again, I know I keep bringing this up every time we do superhero movies, but it's like that's why I love like Burton's Batman's, and I like mm-hmm. I like Raimi's Spider Man's, and I like you know uh, don't kill me for saying this, but like I like yeah. Singer's X Men movies because mm-hmm. 
they had a, a very strong vibe to them. Like, it, mm-hmm. and it felt very specific to those superheroes. I guess it makes sense that when you're doing a movie like The Avengers, where it's like four or five different heroes all coming together, like, there needs to be kind of like a genericness to it because you can't mm-hmm. really pick a lane. That's why I think it worked for me for the most part because it's like, well, at least it was fun. It was mm-hmm. funny. But at the end of the day, though, it just felt like I'm going to forget about that movie tomorrow. Yeah. You know? It's like it's I, just so childish to me. Like these movies, like they feel like they're they feel like, and I I feel like I'm about to get attacked, but it feels like they're made for kids. Like they're made for kids. truly. They are. So it's like I'm not clocking adults for liking the movies because I think that there's probably a lot of nostalgia for them because they probably just like loved superhero stuff growing up. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like these movies are made for kids. Like there's nothing like. It's like I, mean, I didn't really like the Dark Knight that much, but at least the Dark Knight's like an adult movie, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think the the biggest other like the biggest deviation they've had from all of them like they've had like Kenneth Branagh did a fuck he did Thor which like I like I like but not love but um, Shane Black did Iron Man three and he's the most from all the people that are in this is the most like hyper specific of a director writer because all of his movies have such a unique thing and. I, Iron Man three was very insufferable because it's like Shane Black is really hit or miss for me and then if you put like a Marvel tent over it which is also very hit and miss for me like the the punnett square or whatever is gonna be miss yeah i can't imagine shane black pg-13 like yeah you know it's like you know there's fucking christmas and you know there's like a child and it's like (sighs) right just just let let me direct it god damn it um yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what? but what else? I mean, like... We, Man, what I did, like, I think a lot of stuff that I really liked about this movie were it's how it did handle the massive characters. It, did, it paired a lot of people off. A lot. There's not really... There's probably like one or two scenes where it's everybody, but a lot of the movies, people in pairs, that uh, middle hella port, hella fort, whatever the fuck scene is so good because everyone is kind of paired off and then people kind of, like, trade places with each other. That's really good. And there's this one scene in the in the Manhattan scene where like the action is this one long continuous take where the action keeps getting handed off from one person to the other. And I was like, yeah, this is like, this is incredible. That was cool. Like that, that stood is out so to me good. too. That stood out to me too. Um, and I think yeah. it still looks good. Like the visual effects yeah. hold up for the most yeah, part. I agree. And it's all takes place during the day, which is like such a, a treasure. Yeah. Especially watching that like, Batman out. recently watching whenever we, whenever we watch no way home, eventually a spoiler, we're going to watch no way home. Um, the big set piece and that is like in pitch black darkness basically. And it's so long. I will say that the dark scenes in the Avengers stuck out to me. Like I felt like mm-hmm. the lighting was really poor. In, yes. In it. Um, but the yeah. major scenes in it, like the one, like the, yeah, the, the two big, huge set pieces in the movie. Cause they're pretty much just, just two set pieces, two big set pieces and then smaller scenes around it. And those yeah, are very good. I will say that the like giant aircraft scene was way more thrilling to watch than the des- destruction of yes. New York scene. Yes, because there's so many like different like stakes happening where it's like okay, yeah, like this every one minute we're gonna update on the Hulk, and then every other minute we're gonna update on the Iron Man, and it's just like you, your your mind it it's a lot to kind of keep track of because it constantly shifts. But like I think Joss directs really well. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? And this is kind of a crazy comparison. But, like, it kind of gave Twin Towers vibes. (laughs) Okay. In the sense that, like, Twin Towers is, like, I think the creme de la creme. Like, the, like, 
this is how you direct like a huge battle sequence where there's a bajillion. You mean the characters. two towers? Oh yeah, two, two towers. <laughs> oh, okay, let's back up, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> You were like, you know what is good visually? 9-11. You know what's good visually? When we were attacked in 9-11. That was like such a vibe. Where? Oh, God. You have to cut all that out. No, I'm keeping it. It's perfect. I'm so red right now. I don't think I've ever turned red on this show. Um, I Sorry. I Let me. Sorry. I meant the two towers. I meant Lord of the Rings. Two towers. Um, not twin towers. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what it is? I watched this Brian De Palma movie last night called Sisters. And every time oh, you watch a movie yeah. set in New York and you see the Twin Towers, you're like, oh, wow, the Twin Towers. Like, it's like just you can't not. Like, yeah. like every it's time like they show like a New York like cityscape in an old movie, you're like, they're going to show the Twin Towers. And they do. <laughs> so it was like it was like in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then it just got spilled out here. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in Lord to, of the Rings, so in colon, the Lord the of the Rings, towers. the Twin Towers, 2003, directed by Peter Jackson. 2001 came out in September. Uh, so I think that that scene is like the blueprint for how to do a great battle sequence where there's a bunch of different characters you're following. Mm -hmm. Um, and you need to like go back and forth between all of them. The Avengers doesn't get anywhere near as being as good at that, but I feel like that was a reference point. Oh yeah. Um, And that's some like nerd shit that Joss Whedon likes, so... Yeah, I just feel like I, yeah. I got that sense of, like, because you got, like, the the little one-liners like they did in Two Towers, and you've got, like, you know, each of the characters have their own, like, fighting style. You know, the Hulk yeah. just smashes things. Jeremy Renner, Renner is, like, shooting his little bows and arrows. Uh, it was Our little, little they even gloves. say Legolas. There's actually a, there's actually a Lord of the Rings joke. Because Iron Man says, And also, on, doesn't, does Gimli, is that his name, with the little elf, the little dwarf, does he have a, a hammer? Is that his thing? Does he have yep. a hammer? Yep. Uh, so Aragon, Iron Man, Iron Man. There you go, bitch. There we Asgard. go. Asgard sounds like a place in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, Black Widow. I just think it's really funny. I just think it's so funny how, um, <laughs> like, how much did the two towers cost? That's a, <laughs> like I'm just curious. Because that movie, it's such a good, like, the Lord of the Rings are such good-looking movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not like they, they didn't use CGI. And it's not like, you know, it's like, it's just so funny to me that those movies made a bajillion dollars and won a b- b- bajillion Oscars. And, mm-hmm. like, more movies don't try to be like them. I know. Like, blows actually my mind. Okay. But $94 million. It cost $94 million to make, and it made almost a billion dollars in the box office. Okay. The Avengers was two hundred and twenty million. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's fucking I'm like, crazy. So you have a movie that looks bad, mm-hmm. like doesn't have a style, like a bunch of CGI, and the two towers cost way less than that, and it looks as good as that. Yeah, like they would have people fucking sit on their knees whenever they were like doing like, whenever it was the fucking hobbits next to a regular person. Like they didn't have to like do any CGI. Like that's why that movie's brilliant. Cause it's like, they did CGI when it was necessary. They did like the tried and true practical mm-hmm. effects when they needed it. And you know what else is, you know what, you know why it didn't cost a lot of money because right. no one famous is in it. Yep. Like yeah, yet you can argue people that are listening right now that like Ian McKellen, Elijah Wood and Liv Tyler are famous, but they're not Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans and fucking Chris Hemsworth. I mean, but they weren't that famous at that time, though. Yeah. Like, Chris, Chris Hemsworth I just guarantee in, like, that they'd be asking for money to do those movies. Oh, yeah. They like, Chris Hemsworth, this is, his, this is his fifth movie. 
He was in A Perfect Getaway, my beloved A Perfect Getaway. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. These are the movies that made them famous. Yeah, this is the same year as Cabin in the Woods. $220 million. $220 million. For what? For what? For shawarma. Yeah, that's just nuts to me. So as much as I like didn't hate the Avengers, it was like such an inoffensive good time of a mm-hmm. movie to watch. Like it was just like it was just so innocuous and every. But I think that's why people like it because yeah. it's innocuous. That's like my argument is I think people like Marvel movies because they're literally brainless entertainment. And I yeah. and like people can like come for me and like, but I agree with what Scorsese said. I agree with all the directors. They say that they're mm-hmm. like theme parks of movies, and they yeah. are. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not my cup of tea. You can love it, but like, it's not, it's not like, like when you think of like, again, like I can name so many big blockbuster movies that like are beautiful, have style, are amazing, incredible Titanic, like all these movies. And it's like, but the Avengers don't have that quality to them. There's no like darkness to it. Like I'm thinking, no darkness. The darkest thing in this movie is whenever Bruce Banner is like, "Yeah, I tried to kill myself a bunch." No, and that part actually took me out of it a little bit. I was like, like, "Oh my god, okay." Because again, the movie just has this like PG feel to it. mm -hmm. And then Bruce Banner is like, "I I can't live like this anymore." Um, I love. He's so fucking. We'll say that. Um, Oh yeah. Do you want to rate all of them on hotness? Yeah, let's rate them real quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, last place is Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll skip her. Yeah. So I think my last place. This is gonna be crazy to people. What's up? But I just have bad taste. Uh, Chris Hemsworth would be last place for me. Well, that's the thing. He doesn't get much to do until Thor Ragnarok. But he's just like not hot to me. Oh, I think about hotness. Oh, oh what's about hotness? I don't care about their personality. Character. Oh, okay. Oh no, you're wrong. But um. That's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I don't. I just like don't. I don't like the blonde, like Australian, like tan. Oh, I like, love it. Other weird thing. wide eyes. No, yeah, that's, that's gonna be fifth that. place for me. Fourth place would probably be Jeremy Renner. Okay, tracks. Third place. Wait, is there even like? Oh yeah, third place Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Second place Chris Evans. First place yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ooh. Ruffalo. Mark, baby. Mark uh, Ruffalo, his short ass, uh, short, hairy so, butt. I fucking little fucking goblin. Uh, he's so cute. And his like I weird know. high voice. I love it. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with him. He's so fucking hot. What's your ranking? Robbie Downey Jr. last place. Uh, I don't like that kind of goatee. Uh, Jeremy Renner, because he sucks, and I feel like I could fix him. Um, but he's hot. Oh, a little... Big nose, weird, weird face, two-time Oscar nominee. Uh, Chris Evans in third place. Whenever he was fighting, whenever he was punching that punching bag and it broke and there like yeah. a big line of a punching bag. Yeah. Oh, I wish that was me. Yeah. Wish it was me. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, who we talked earlier, he's just a big bulky Australian man. Please, I would love to live in Australia, live out my leftover season three fantasy. Uh, and then number one, Mark Ruffalo, of course. Yeah. He's so fucking hot. Whenever he's naked in the big pile. Yeah, I was like, move that debris out of the way, Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're, you, you got the broom right there, right? No, he's a security guard, right? I, I, I hate to like sound like a jerk because I love Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. But like, whose idea was it to like give him a cameo? It's not like people know, watching so... Marvel movies are like, oh, the guy from Paris, Texas. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you know Joss Whedon was just watched Paris, Texas like three days earlier and was like, let's, let's get that guy. Harry. Yeah, he's, he, where else is he in? Um, 
Mark Ruffalo, he's very hot. I, his peak hotness, I think, and I think we talked about this movie recently in the podcast, but he's so unbelievably hot in Foxcatcher. Oh, I haven't seen Foxcatcher. Girl, you would fucking love Foxcatcher. No, I would not. Yes, you would. Why? Because it's about, it's just brooding, slow, and about masculinity. Maybe. It just looked very, like, drab to me. No, it's, I mean, there is, it's also like, a, it's a it's a gay movie. It's a secret gay movie. Oh, is it? Secret gay Is movie? it one of those? It's one of those. Ooh, hot. It's so hot. Um, yeah, I think you'd like it just because, like, the last, like, act of that movie is so unhinged. It's so good. Is it, like, the male notes on a scandal? It's it's a little male notes on a scandal. <laughs> Uh, we, it, I wish April Fool's Day was on a Wednesday this year so that we could have done Notes on a Scandal for our Wednesday episode. That would have been iconic. It been fucking the great. first time that April uh, uh, Wednesday is April 1st, we'll do like a really gay movie. <laughs> in, in literally seven years. Uh, why do straight people love this movie? Straight people love superheroes. They love superheroes. They love it. I don't. But gays I mean, do too. Yeah. We just love. Catwoman. I had multiple people, like multiple gay people, be like, "I like Marvel movies." When I told them we were going to do Marvel stuff, and I was it's like, like okay. "Okay, girl, it's like, still okay. straight though." That, that's uh, internal homophobia, internalized homophobia, right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the only allowable superhero to like if you're gay is She-Hulk. Yes. And that's that's the rule. Yes. Because she's a horny lawyer. Yes. Got kicked out of the Avengers mansion for being a slut. And to that we say I feel like Jean Grey was a gay superhero until oh, they bitch. ruined her with that movie. Bitch, anyone that has a red hair with a one blonde with one like white streak in it. Oh, that's rogue. That's rogue. I thought Jean Grey had that too. Does she? Does she? Chris, I might be thinking about Chris Martinez, race. where are you? We need yeah. your help. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, you're right. Just kidding, I am thinking of Rogue. Still iconic, still legendary. Um I mean, gingers are hot. We love gingers. Yes. Um, but superheroes, they're straight. Straight. So straight. straight the straightest. Sorry. Straightest. Um, there is an ACDC needle drop in this movie at an opera house. Or at a mm-hmm. museum, where the mm-hmm. fuck they are. Also, Robert Downey Jr. is wearing that Black Sabbath shirt. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very classic straight. rock, straight. Mm-hmm. Is there any gay classic rock? Steely Dan? No, they even took Queen from us, so. Yeah, they took Queen from us. So Sorry. I'm trying to think, is there any gay classic rock? Genesis? Uh, mm, mm. No. Peter Gabriel Genesis? Mm. Roxy Music? Yeah, oh, actually it's Roxy Music. Yeah, Roxy Music and like T-Rex. <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, I think camaraderie is Yeah, camaraderie is super straight. Gay people, we don't have that. We all hate each other. And we, we all hate each other. Each other yeah, we're all talking about each other. Um. Also, I, I I hate and love that this podcast has made me spell camaraderie camaraderie so much. That I know how to spell camaraderie now. Yeah, I, I actually thought you spelled it wrong. So no, I'm baby. just a stupid bitch. Where's that squiggly line? Where's the red squiggly You're line? You're right. Camera. Nowhere. It's camera derie. Camera derie. Camera derie. Ah, hi y'all. It's hi, camera y'all. derie. What would camera derie uh, lip sync to? That's like a that's it. like a a drag king name. Oh, camera to read. Def- and then we'll do like a Bruno Mars song. Uh, <laughs> next thing, uh, quips. Quips yep. are straight. Y'all love quips. I mean, I, I liked the quips, but the quips are very quips straight. Are I like Scarlett Johansson when she goes, uh, that doesn't look like a party. Yeah. Whenever, like, that was a gay. That was, was kind of gay, though. That's a little gay. That's a little gay. That's me whenever I walk into a shitty party. 
Um, uh, that doesn't look like a party. Look like a party. <laughs> I thought we were gonna kiki tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna kiki. What? Uh, um, I mean, the most like, influential show I ever watched as a child was not as a child. I was like in high school, but was the Soup, and they always had um, Danny Noriega, aka Adore Delano. Uh, when she was on American Idol before Drag Race or whatever, there was like this clip of her on American Idol where she went, um, some people weren't liking it. And they used to play it all the time on the soup. Oh my God. It was like one of their like little go-to like, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, yep, it was exactly. And then, yeah, eight years later she became famous on Drag Race. Look at that. And then um, I made out with her. Uh, jealous. Yeah. How did, what did her mouth taste like? Cigarettes? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't remember. <laughs> Um, but yeah, us two Libras kissing, that was not good for the universe. Yeah, that was fully like y'all got together and then just like a bolt of lightning came through and pushed y'all back like 10 miles. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. That's hot. Yeah, That's very hot. Real love. Uh, Thor's, y'all been Thor's lightning hit us. You're going to find her in West Hollywood one day and you're like, hey, uh, hey, Danny, you remember me? And she's going to go, who the fuck are you? And then put a cigarette out in your eye. Oh, so hot. Then I'll be so like hot. Nick Fury. Ah, I love. <gasps> Honestly, eye patches are such a fucking serve. I know they're so such cute. a fucking serve. Someone attack me because I don't want to do it to myself. Yeah, I don't want to do it myself, but yeah, can we like a bear or something like a lowercase bear? I want to like wear my glasses over my eye patch. Uh, that'd be such a serve, dude. <laughs> such a serve. But glasses or monocle over one. Oh my eye god, a monocle, bitch. That's that's the look. Yeah, it is the look. You're right. That's, or opera glasses. Mm. I have a little stick with you all the time. Major. Um, the puny god scene. Uh, I have it as a subcategory, but that's supposed to be a main category. Remember earlier when I talked about my 3D glasses I was going to bring up later? Mm-hmm. Bringing it back. Call back. Okay, okay. So I saw, I went to like a, like a press screening of this movie when it came out, back when I used to get into press stuff because I'd scan my way into that world. Um, and I went to a press screening of the Avengers and they gave us like, Avengers themed 3D glasses so like you could get like Iron Man ones that were red or like uh, Captain America ones that look like the fucking like his mask or whatever but I got the ones that look like the Hulk because they had big eyebrows <laughs> and every time I saw a 3D movie afterwards I would like just bring them and just use my own 3D Hulk eyes or whatever so me watching Gravity at the Alamo Draft House I had I was wearing Hulk 3D glasses and I would give anything to know where they are i lost them i in a can't move. believe so that's sad. like really sad they probably go for a lot of money with these MCU i know fans. honestly let me see if i can i'll cut all this out of this is boring but i want to search on ebay real <laughs> quick let's see avengers i don't want to sign into ebay google avengers 3d glasses um eh, 12 dollars oh well never mind the spider-man ones are 40 oh, yeah there's a lot of them okay um. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Is there anything else you can think of that's straight about? I mean, it's just movie? besides straight. the movie, it's just it has movie. no style. There's no style. Yeah. Uh, it, what's that little kid like say in school, Frock? You're tacky, and I hate you. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, is there anything gay about this movie? A couple things. Yes. Scarlett Johansson is. I love her in anything but the Marvel movies. Love her in Marriage Story. Shouldn't won an Oscar. Um. But there's a scene where she's tied up and she's breaking out of it and beating up the gangsters that tie her up and she just slaps them with her hair, which is major considering her hair is shoulder length. <laughs> and it's like, how hard did you swing your head 
to make the three inches of hair. I think that it pro- – because I remember this part. I feel like it was meant to look like she hit him, but it was just a really bad angle. And, it, <laughs> and we it, – yeah. It just fully looked like she went – I think it was supposed to be hair. that she hit his head with yeah. her head. But <laughs> – it head doesn't look like that. It looks like he, she's, and that's actually more gay. Yeah, poor, that it was <laughs> meant to look one way, and then it looked like she just hit him with her hair. That's camp. That's camp. Which oh, that's this camp. movie could have used more of. Okay. Um, well, that's why we have the next person who is the one thing at camp in this movie, Gwyneth Paltrow, who shot her scenes in about thirty minutes. She oh, was yeah. on one set, and then the second scene where she's in a in a private airplane, that was hers. She was that's her leaving, and I just had an iPhone and shot her. Oh uh, yeah. And also the fact that, like, you know it was her own character choice to be barefoot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, she was like, I just feel like she'd be comfy. I just feel like she'd be comfy, (laughs) like, barefoot, like, you know, like, just, like, like in a little booty jean shorts. Just, like, because, like, she's just, like, waiting for her man to come home. Exactly. That's what I do. That's what I do. That's not me. When I'm waiting for my gentleman callers. Mm. (laughs) Well, also, you want your little, you want your little... And little piggies be dirty when they come over, right? They're yeah. Little nasty. Little yeah. Nasty. Uh. Ooh, you haven't mopped your floor in a few weeks, have you? Uh. Mm. Uh. But yeah, that was very gay. It was very gay. <laughs> and then she wasn't even credited in the uh, main credits. Pepper Potts. What a great name. Yeah. What a, what a comic book name. I love it. Pepper Potts. But yeah, think, that was gay. I think uh, Loki's horns are gay. Loki, Loki is gay. Loki's gay. Loki is so gay. Loki's a faggot. I love it. He's such a faggot. Like any brother conflict movies, when there's one that's like the hero, jock, whatever stereotype that makes them better, and then you've got like the wormy, like sad, dark haired one, he's gay always. Like the one in Lord of the Rings, gay. Mm -hmm. The one in. I'm trying to think of other bro- oh, br- brothers with Tobey Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm bringing this to sisters, but Jessica and Ashley Simpson. Yeah. Yeah, living in the shadow of someone else's dream. Yeah, and it's just – and being the Ashley of the world is gay. Mm-hmm. We're all Ashley Simpsons. Yes. All gay people. That's why we love her. <laughs> yeah, straight people and Jessica. <laughs> straight people are Jessica and we're Ashley. And lesbians are Joe. Just kidding. It's just like if Loki had just discovered Nine Inch Nails in high school, he probably wouldn't have tried to, you know, ravage no. war over no, the whole he'd be earth. Fine. He would have just been able to like put all that anger into uh, Trent Reznor's lyrics. Remember that scene at the museum where like they compare him to Hitler? <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> I I, like, you know what? I was like not surprised they did that because I was like, you know, setting this in Germany was a choice. Like I literally yeah. thought that in my head. I was like, okay, yeah. like, well, they're doing this in Germany. They're going to make some sort of like Nazi analogy. And then they yeah. did, but in the most like America, like yeah. propaganda. I mean, yeah. I, I want to get into it because en- enough like fucking like liberal leftist woke people on Twitter have said it better than me. But like these movies are so insanely like it's like think about the scene in The Dark Knight where like Morgan Freeman like is like I'm resigning because we have something that can scan people's cell phones. Like yeah. so that's The Dark Knight. Like in The Dark Knight, there's like an actual conversation about the abuse of power and being like this is not okay to have in the world. In mm-hmm. The Avengers, they just – just are like, oh, yeah, we have this, like, technology that can, like, go into every laptop and cell phone into the world. It's going to, like, help us, like, defeat the bad guys. And I think that's another <laughs> thing that makes the movie so, like, bizarre to me is there's just yeah. no sense of, like – like, they talk about it a little bit with that, like, little panel of people 
But like, mm-hmm. there's no real conversations about like abuse of power in this movie. It's all just very like, I don't know, are the Avengers bad or are they good? <laughs> like, I'm like, y'all, like they have like Shield has technology that could like, but also Shield knows everything that's happening in the world. Like, they're literally like, oh, you're Scarlett Johansson's like with a bunch of Russian mafia members right now. I'm like, okay, with mm-hmm. the power that Shield has, they could like literally like solve all crime in the world and like and they choose not stop to. world hunger and they could like bring peace to everyone and they don't. Yeah. So I hate to be that girl again, like I am every single time we watch one of these movies, <laughs> but it is kind of like weird to watch a movie about being heroic. And mm. then literally these people have all the money and technology in the world to like literally save us all. Yeah. And and it's don't. all like, and so like, Oh, don't worry. We'll override you with our private militia. Basically. It's just like, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Can take over the world. It's like, again, like I said, like in the dark night, they literally were like, this is crazy. Like you shouldn't have this like, fuck you, Batman. And Although, then in this, like, they're like, yeah, like we should just, Scan all the cell phones in the world to like find Loki. Easy. <laughs> but to be fair, um, in the Spider-Man, in Spider-Man: Far From Home, spoiler alert, that it, that does get kind of addressed, but like not in a way that I like. Uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about it in five weeks. Yeah. But um, it does get addressed. I mean, yeah. I just... Isn't it also like I haven't seen Iron Man two in four billion years, but isn't there like a big like Congress scene about how like he has this weapon? Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. I think it's just, like, there's two things going on. It's, like, the heroes are vigilantes. Okay, so that's already, like, an issue. But then there's also S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like S.H.I.E.L.D. gets criticized enough in this movie. Maybe they do in other iterations of the movie, but it's also kind of like, yo, like, yeah. why do you get to, like, do all this shit? <laughs> Who gave you the authority? Who fucking told you? Like, I'm like the cop that's like in the Avengers. That's like, why should I take orders from you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also imagine if Captain America, who's like the most famous superhero in that world, like for a hundred years, like came up to you and was like, hey, do this. And you were a cop in New York. That was just like, <laughs> why should I take orders from you? I mean, I feel like New York, though, of like what I know about people from New York is that they're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Should have been like, like I don't care if you're, you're Captain Planet. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you're Captain Universe. <laughs> Why should I take you're orders from Rosie you? You're not Rosie Perez. Why am I going to listen to you? I only take orders from two people. My, my mother, my mother, and, and, uh, uh, I don't know, Joe and Rogan. Angel Bethesda. Know. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. I only know statues in New York. Statues in Rosie Perez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the Strokes. Let's go to our gay recommendation. Uh, it's the section of the pod where we recommend a movie that's a little gayer than the one that we just watched. I like couldn't think of anything, so I kind of just like softballed this one. I put Ocean's Eight. I think it's really funny that you did the Ocean's. You did Ocean's Eight for this and not for Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Wait, what did we even do for Ocean's Eleven? I think you did like... Widows again. Widows is up. Okay, it's Widows and Ocean's Eight this week. Uh, but Ocean's 8 is a perfectly serviceable movie. Uh, Rihanna is so high in it that she's non-existent. The best part is Anne Hathaway, and that's it. It Also, this movie makes no sense. It's very, uh, if you think about Ocean's 8 for more than, like, five seconds, you're like, wow, this movie has no plot and everyone's stupid in it. Did I do this for the Dr. Horrible sing-along blog? What if I, how about just watching the first season of Dollhouse? Is that, can that count as a game? Bring it back, baby. Yeah. Did we already recommend it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just watch Dollhouse. <laughs> watch Dollhouse. It's fucking incredible. It's so good. Or how yes. about like, what about like, I feel like there's like a lot of, I feel like superhero TV shows tend to be yeah, more like, gay um, than movies. So like, what about like Misfits? 
Misfit. Misfit feels straight, though. It me. is straight. And so is the Umbrella Academy. Well, Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Watch some Powerpuff Girls on Boomerang. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Totally Spies. Totally Spies. Uh, Kim Possible. Kim Possible, yes. There you go. All those. I feel like Teen Titans is gay. I feel like all gays like Teen Titans. Teen Titans Titans. is gay. So just watch Teen Titans. If you would like a gay Avengers comic book, yeah, I can recommend it to you. I read comics sometimes. Um, Young Avengers, they did a run for like eight or nine years ago where everyone was like queer and bisexual and POC, and it was really good. Okay. Um, And then I bring it up all the time when I talk about comic books, but I love She-Hulk so much. I think She-Hulk did a really great run and is really funny and irreverent and... It's fantastic. And then this is still a straight recommendation, and I'm, like, beyond not the first person to recommend it because it's such a, a formative – not even formative, but it's, like, one of the modern classics in the format and the of the genre of comic book. It's the Matt Faction run of Hawkeye that is just, like, incredible. They apparently base a show off of it, but apparently it's not anything related to it because the, the comic book is really funny and silly and also irreverent and – you know, the Marvel machine sucks all that good shit out. Oh, totally. Um, but yeah, if you want some comic recommendations, those are it. Wait, do you think Zack Snyder's Watchmen is gay? Oh, no, the music is too straight. I know that. Leonard that's the Cohen thing. Needle that's drop. the thing about all Zack Snyder stuff is that it's like, I they mean, could be could, gay. They could be gay, but it's like the music ruins it. I guess we recommend a sucker punch though. Right. I think we you did. Recommend I think we punch. did it for justice league. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just like, he has such bad taste in music i mean uh the uh tv series of watchmen is neither gay nor straight but it's like it's probably my favorite like series of television that's ever existed and just go watch that yeah there you go perfect yeah we did it done yeah (laughs) one movie 75 other things there you go straight people that's straight people movies straight movies straight people movies the Twin Towers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're never going to let me forget that. Never. And you say hard... so, and you've said dumb things before on this podcast. I know oh, yeah. you cut it out. <laughs> so yes, like, so now you all know that Dylan is the one that edits this podcast. So it's like, <laughs> he just leaves all my stupid shit in there so that he can make himself look better than me. You know it. Oh my God, let's fight. I want to fight. No, half, half Oh my God, what if like throughout the entire Marvel series, we like got into a fight and then made up at the end? Like what if we like made it a whole yes. storyline? Yes, let's do it. So now we have to do Civil War. We have to do like the Captain America Civil War because we're going to have a Civil War. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm already mad. Um, Perfect. 90% of what I edit out of the podcast is me popping my fingers. Um, And even those, some of those missed the edit. That's so funny. Do you ever ever cut out my coughs or do you leave those in? Um, I'll cut them off if like I can. Because like sometimes like it'll be like hard, but yeah. Good we'll to see. Know. It's good fine. to know. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> You're gonna be listening. Eagle, eagle ear cherry over here is gonna be listening to the pod and being like, "Why don't you cut this out, Dylan?" I'm gonna get a text at 4 a.m. Dylan, why don't you cut this out of the podcast? Why? Why? And I'm gonna be like, "I'm asleep." Kirk's gonna be like, "Boiling a rabbit in my kitchen." Mmm. Mmm. That's right, bitch. Okay, let's end this. <laughs> Um, my name is Dylan and you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Garcia on Instagram at Garcia and on Letterboxd at Garcia. and I'm Kirk Van Sickle and you can find me on Instagram Twitter and Letterboxd at K-R-K-V-N-S-C-K-L-E yes uh, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts we are running that contest we talked about earlier and also Spotify that one too 
Uh, follow us on TikTok. We'll be having some more uh, material coming up soon, more content for your little piggies to eat. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Avengers ho. Adventures ho! Adventures ho! That's you, babe. That'd be a good. That, Thundercats. Be a good Thundercats game. is a good reference. Uh, yeah, that's a good Ooh, game, right? Yes, yeah. Just watch Thundercats. Thundercats. Watch I don't know how. Thundercats. You could find yeah, Thundercats. It's probably, it's probably on YouTube. Yeah, this, it, it's on Motion. What's it called? Daily Motion? Yeah, it's on something. It's like Motion City soundtrack. It's on Daily Motion. Adventures ho! Oh. Now came talk. Right, that's it. Talk, talk!